0: This week, we're discussing our guest's journey into gaming. This is the Good Game Bad Game Podcast. This is a song I wrote about the Good Game Bad Game Podcast. Good Game Bad Game Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Good Game Bad Game Podcast. I'm your host, Spencer, and today, we have a very exciting episode, the first of many episodes of what Mike has deemed the journey into gaming, where we have a guest join us to give us their experience in games. It's pretty self-explanatory. Unfortunately, Mike couldn't be here, um, so it's kind of the perfect example of how we plan to use these episodes going forward. We'll likely pre-record uh, many of these uh, and use them in weeks where, you know, we have an emergency or we need to pre-record or something. Um, but while I handle the solar responsibilities of the podcast, let me introduce our very special guest, our friend London. London, how are you?
1: I am doing great, Spencer. Thank you so much for having me. It's weird, like hearing you do the introduction because I listen every week. <laughs> so now to like be part of it is kind of cool. Um, I was expecting the theme song to play.
0: Yeah, nope. I don't. I don't bake that in or anything. That's uh, that's all. Yeah, you're seeing how the sausage is made. That's all in post.
1: Nice, cool
0: um typically i ask mike this question each week but you know because this episode's Mm -hmm. all about you you know this is this is the warm-up to to the episode um tell me about your week or you know really you can go uh you know the past month or whatever the time spans up to you but tell me about the games you've been playing here of late
1: well i've actually been playing a lot of pc games recently so I have, like, all the main consoles, obviously. Well, that sounded very, like, elitist, obviously. Um, (laughs) But I have, like, PS5, Xbox, all that. But I've been on uh, PC recently using the Xbox, like, PC Game Pass or whatever. Okay. So I've been playing The Sims 4. I recently got back into that. Nice. um, Because they had the high school expansion. And as a high school teacher, I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. So I did that. And then I don't know if you've heard of Two Point Campus, but... Mm -hmm. Um, like they had Two Point Hospital, it's like a hospital sim, and then they have Two Point Campus, which is a college simulator. I've been playing that a lot too. So, those are my two main games. Most recently, like on a system, I went back. I know you've played this, but I have been playing um Assassin's Creed Valhalla okay. again. I don't know why. I just like wanted to, so I've been trying to play through that again. And it's cool because like the DLC is out now, and when I originally played it, it wasn't so
0: yeah i uh i I didn't go back for the the dlc with valhalla but but how is that
1: it's good like i just did the crossover between odyssey and uh valhalla and that was really cool okay um like with i forget her name is it cassandra yes yep yes like she comes and that there's a lot of cool stuff there it's cool though i mean like i'm just waiting for new games to come out as i'm sure you are too but um, yeah, those have been my three, like, main stays. And how about you, Spencer? What about your weekend? Oh,
0: please. I don't want to take up too much time yeah, about about myself. Uh, I did. I think I talked about it last week, but I finished up Demon's Souls, if I didn't talk about that. No, I,
1: you said you were close.
0: Yeah, so I finally, I finally did that, which was awesome. just ridiculous. Um, yeah and like the the part i was stuck at was not something that i should have been stuck at so when i got past that yeah. like i beat the game it like almost instantly and i was just like oh, that's the best feeling it's great yeah um but i just recently started dark souls and that the intro i i, I hear dark souls is actually easier than like the demon souls remake but the the beginning of dark souls is very very hard and i don't know if it's because i'm so over leveled in demon souls yeah. that it's like easy but yeah um that's about it though cool um Two Point Campus, that's new, right? That's the new one? Yeah, hospital was it, like the first one?
1: Hospital was the first one for a while. They announced Campus. It was supposed to come out in, I want to say like May. And I was like, oh great, I can play it all summer. And then of course it got delayed till August. I think like last Thursday it came out. Okay. So it's been really fresh. Yeah, it's a lot of fun.
0: Nice. Is there a game that's like set to come out either later this year or early next year that you're you're super hyped for and it's like, The game that you're eagerly waiting for
1: uh it was the harry potter one and then that got delayed Mm -hmm. but one of the games that actually like i forgot about and then i saw it's coming out in like two or three weeks that i'm really excited for is splatoon 3 okay um i love the splatoon games but none of my friends play it um like i think i showed your brother brock and Mm -hmm. my brother chris but they never like got into it so i'm really excited for the third one because the story mode is usually pretty good on it, which people like forget exists with those kind of games. Yep. Um, But yeah, so I'm looking forward to that a lot. And then the new God of war when that comes out.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Yeah. I mean, listening to your podcast, we definitely like the three of us have similar gaming uh, uh, interests. So it's always fun hearing like what you guys are playing and getting inspired. Although I've downloaded stray and have yet to play it oh
0: it's it's very good it's very yeah good. That's right here. um yeah i feel like mike and i for sure have like a, a wide variety we cast a wide net with the games that we play especially like yeah. there are certain games that i play that he doesn't but like and there's some that he plays that i don't but like for the most part then we still combined encapsulate most totally. of the industry so um yeah okay let's get into the actual purpose so like i said this is all about your journey into games uh basically you can share your experience so i just have some questions and we'll go through them you know you answer mm-hmm. the questions however you deem. i i don't think i should need to explain the questions but if i do you just Thank let you. me know <laughs> and then uh, sure. uh i i just have like six of these we'll go through them and then at the end of the episode we'll do a little rapid fire to see you know we'll see where your true allegiances lie and uh, cause you'll have to be quick. You can't you yeah. can't think for too long. So he's good. All right. So the first question kind of, you know, this is going to be a big one. So, you know, mm-hmm. feel free to really take it and run, but I want you to give us a high level view of your gaming story. So why do you game? How do you game? You mentioned that, you know, right now you're playing PC, you have all the new consoles, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. So- how do you game? And then, uh after those two how have your gaming patterns changed through the years
1: okay well that's a good one for me you know after working a long day and interacting with like a ton of students and other adults when i get home like the first thing i want to do is just like turn on my console and escape like into another world that I don't need to like interact with anyone. So mm-hmm. a lot of the games I mentioned were very like single player based. I don't really get into like Fortnite, Call of Duty, the multiplayer experiences. I really like those single player, like story driven games. Um, so for me, I know it sounds cliche to say gaming is an escape but it really is. And it like keeps my mind working like mm-hmm. when I'm not working. You know, um, for a long time, I used to just like binge TV, but that didn't like stimulate me enough. So now I feel like playing video games, I also get that story you get from a TV, but you're playing it. Yeah. Um, And for me, like I kind of rotate how I play video games. Like I will go to the PS5 for my main games, Xbox. If there's, like, some exclusives I want to play, I'll play that. I haven't touched my Switch in forever, but it's just such, like, a family-friendly, on-the-go type situation. And then, as of recent, I said I've been getting into PC gaming. Just, to me, that's, like, a different kind of escape. I play mostly, like, management games on Mm -hmm. the PC, I find, which I don't know what that says about me. But it's just nice to, like, have different avenues for different types of games. 100%. Um, Yeah, and... As far as, like, when I got into gaming, I can remember, like, playing video games as a kid, like, with my dad mostly. We had, like, the Super NES, and I would play Zombies Ate My Neighbors, which I don't know if you've ever heard of. But it's just, like, you are two teenagers in, like, an old-school, like, it's supposed to be 50s-style, like, horror movies. And you just, like, kill zombies. It's fun, but it's something that we would bond over, like me and my dad and throughout the years we've continued doing that playing different games and whatnot but it's been part of my life ever since i was a kid and i can't really like imagine not playing video games it's awesome Um, yeah so that was kind of like all over the place rambly but No, I no. no, I no. To... That was
0: that was perfect. Um cool. You you mentioned that, you know, for the longest time you'd binge like TV and now you kind mm-hmm. of like turned to video games kind of being more that main thing. When would you say that like switch happened? Or would you say that like video games were always a, like a constant? Uh and it's just more mm-hmm. so like more recently you started to kind of yeah, pay, yeah, go to pick that fair. up. More?
1: Yeah. Um no like in college I would binge T V shows when I wasn't hanging out with my friends. And I hate to, like, use this as the answer, but I really think what pulled me back into video games instead of binging was COVID. Um, Like, the pandemic being, like, locked up Mm -hmm. because one of the things, and I really shouldn't say this, but, like, when we did virtual teaching, like, there'd be a lot of like, hurry up and wait, you know, like, get the kids into class, do the assignment, like, do my lesson, they would have time to then work, and I would be there if they had questions. Well, some days, not all the time, it would be easy to just kind of, like, turn and play a video game while I'm waiting, (laughs) you know? So I'm not gonna deny that, because the kids will say it too, but it's just, I liked to escape into a world that was not, like, you know? Oh, yeah. Written with the pandemic. And even TV shows at the time started, like, addressing COVID. And all I wanted to do was not hear about that. So, that was also a way to keep me stimulated when I wasn't, like, seeing people and interacting with people. Um, Because I don't know if you did this, but, like, a lot of my friends wanted to have, like, Zoom parties. And those, like, gave me a ton of anxiety for some reason. Just, like, staring at my friends on the screen. <laughs> so, I found that Playing video games was better, so it really was the pandemic, and then I've not stopped like ever since. Right,
0: totally makes sense. Yeah, bold of you to assume that I have friends who would want to sit (laughs) on a on a call with me outside of Mike once a week. But (laughs) um, no, that's great. Yeah, and you know that's it's a bit of a like that question is a bit of a like I'm fishing there because like I want to hear that COVID is like. The, you know, I, I do want to hear that, because, like, obviously, we all had to find, like, a vice, and I think video yeah. games became, like, the like a, a, an obvious choice to a lot of people suddenly of, like, holy shit, like, I can, you know, I can escape, you know, and, and like you said, it's yeah. cliche, but it's so true, right? And, um,
1: and you mentioned it, you've mentioned it before, but, like, Animal Crossing, like, mm-hmm. Nintendo hit it out of the ballpark with releasing that game when they did, because... I would hang out with my friends on their islands. Like, yep. that's how I had fun. Not talking, just like running around <laughs> and doing that kind of stuff. Yeah. And and it was great when we did go back to school because I found out that a lot of my students coped that way too. To the point where I brought my Switch in one day, hooked it up to the um, HD like projector mm-hmm. and gave a tour of my island. That's amazing. And it like got students who like didn't know what it was like into it and then like i think like two months later a kid came back and said that he bought it because of me so i was like that's cool that's incredible that is so
0: awesome i love that it's really Um, nice you know since you brought up that like you're in teaching um Mm -hmm. do you see like or you know outside of showing your kids the animal crossing do you see the benefit um of using video games as a teaching tool i know like assassin's creed has the like history History. walks that you can do um i don't know you're you're close to education yeah what do you think we
1: so our district actually like uses minecraft for education all the time that's amazing um i used to see kids like when they're bored you know doodle at their desk or go on their phones i have students who will pull out their laptops open up minecraft and like just build mm-hmm. um and i love that my one class a couple years ago created a server where they would go on like just our class like at home obviously and play minecraft together and i don't know like the educational side of that but i do know that there are <laughs> like educational parts in it <laughs> oh for sure um but yeah no video games have become a great tool for um teaching like the assassin's creed one i think is so cool because i mm-hmm. love those games and like the history mode i've never done myself but knowing that they have that which um, assassin's creed is m rated m right i yeah i believe so it's either T or mature but um i mean like, you're, like, you're like you're slitting that. people so
0: you know yeah. i feel like it's probably
1: m. <laughs> Yeah, oh definitely and the fact that you can like take out that part and highlight the educational aspect i think is crazy and like video games have just gotten such a better reputation Mm -hmm. because like over time which i think is so so cool
0: yeah um i actually there's there is a trophy tied to doing like the history like tour and so because of that i did it like otherwise Mm -hmm. i would have never touched it because but i did it and i was just like couldn't believe the believe like the depth that they put i mean like it was it's like set up like a museum walk basically that you like go around to each uh you know like statue or painting or whatever right Mm -hmm. and like there's like a little like thing about it but like there's a narrator telling you about it and there's like some Mm -hmm. motion to it you know and that is so cool it was actually really neat and i was just like wow like there's this is like legitimate i could see this being used in a history class you know if the oh, teacher wants amazing. to try and get the the you know granted the assassin's creed game has to tie into the time that you're looking to talk yeah, about whatever. but <laughs>
1: well, like we do mythology and like i remember doing mythology in seventh grade we did like a whole greek week like to be able to play odyssey and yeah. see where those things are supposed to be taking place you know yeah and exactly. i know like we have a core. we have like an elective, not an elective, but it's like a special class in our elementary school. So you know how they have like phys ed art. Mm-hmm. We have one called Quest, and it's like problem solving and higher level thinking. And they do escape rooms in Minecraft. So they'll, the teacher will like program an escape room somehow in Minecraft. And then the kids will use that to like do their higher order thinking, which I just think is awesome. That's really cool.
0: It's, it, it's super, uh, Interactive and also like on the level that, you know, it's safe to assume that a lot of students are probably outside of school playing video games. So tying yep. in the learning into the games that they play is just, it feels like a no-brainer.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, All right. You kind of touched on your first gaming memory or some early gaming memories in terms uh-huh. of playing the SNES. Uh, with your dad and you know how that kind of evolved over the years but can you tell me about your favorite gaming memory
1: oh well when i was like thinking about this podcast i i thought of a funny gaming memory maybe not my favorite but i had the sony uh the ps1 and i don't know like if you remember the ps1 how it had like the you'd like press on the top and the lid would like pop up and then the disc was in like a cd player type thing but Mm -hmm. you had to press down on like the black like circle in the middle and then lift the disc Mm -hmm. so i this is back when like blockbuster was around i had to return my disc well my grandma was at our house and i asked her if she could go like grab it from the playstation so she goes up, she comes back down, and I notice that the little black circle from the center of the disk drive or whatever is inside, like the middle of the disk. She had no idea how to like push down, so she pulled it out, effectively breaking the PlayStation. Oh. And, and I'm <laughs> like, I'm at this point, I'm I must have been like eight, seven or eight, just like miserable that my grandma didn't know to like push down <laughs> on like a certain thing and i just will always remember that memory cuz i had to get a new playstation um which is just like very funny to me that... but now everything's a lot like more user friendly
0: yes definitely but that is so <laughs> funny because especially at such a young age you know yeah. whatever is your reality you assume that's everybody's reality and like yeah. Even as you get older, you still have that perception until you hit like a certain point and you suddenly are like mature enough to realize that, oh, yeah. we all experience things differently. And that's just so funny. The the idea of like, you know, it's it's typical to assume that older people don't understand mm-hmm. technology and stuff like that. And so, but as a child, not making that connection and being upset about it is, that is extremely funny.
1: Yeah, I just will, like, I'll always remember that memory and maybe that is my favorite memory because it's just like something that connects with gaming and my family. And like, like I said earlier, like I play with my dad, like I also did play with my grandparents. Like my grandma loved the original Donkey Kong country. Oh, and he had it at her um, place. And I would just remember like she, and she still does stuff like this to this day, but like she would play it when I wasn't, there so she would get good enough that she could play it with me when i was there and like when we got to like our teenage years she programmed her radio stations to be the stations that we listened to me and my sister Mm -hmm. so that she knew the songs when we would be with her so like video games really has been a part of my family like and since i was a kid but i feel like that's not something you often hear like that a grandmom is playing video games so she can relate to her seven-year-old grandson
0: definitely that's super endearing that's a yeah. that's grandma of the <laughs> of, of the, the year century. material yeah centuries. yeah, so,
1: yeah. <laughs> so maybe that is my favorite game memory because it does like my grandma was, like my favorite person in the world so i love that to have that be like a fun memory like a, both a positive and a negative one yes yes yeah. negative think then
0: but very positive yeah. now definitely um i love that uh has gaming molded the way you think in day-to-day activities or work or have you noticed games like have you picked up more on you know the the messaging that you know especially of games that maybe you played when you were really young and again i was just saying like we sometimes don't pick up on these things but like maybe you've gone back to and you realize holy crap like this is very mature has like some really like great themes to it and and gets you to like think about you know just everyday life even
1: um that's tough but one thing that that you that did made me think of this like looking back on like things as an adult maybe not in the same sense and not exactly what you're looking for but i recently helped um one of my coworkers set up a playstation for his i want to say like nine year old and they got him crash bandicoot Mm -hmm. and realizing how dang hard that game is for like (laughs) a little kid playing it now that was just always that was interesting to me but i think one thing that video games have taught me is just like being aware of my surroundings which sounds weird i forget what game i was playing recently i think it was like the last of us And I noticed that a lot of like important things were yellow or like ledges that you could like climb were yellow. Maybe it wasn't last of us. I think it was horizon. I don't know. But just like how video games like use colors to like indicate like accessibility, like that kind Mm -hmm. of thing. And just like in my day to day life, now being more aware of my surroundings and seeing like things like that, um, playing games like The Sims and learning, like, social interactions Mm -hmm. from a young age. I remember as a kid, I wanted to get, like, the Hot Date expansion pack and having to be explained why, like, a kid my age shouldn't have the ability to have hot tubs in, like, the video (laughs) game because of what the game lets you do. Um, So now that I'm older playing those games, looking back and seeing, like, the maturity, but also, like, how it kind of taught me growing up, Mm -hmm. um, I don't know... That I have like a direct answer to the original question though. That's a tough one. Um,
0: no, I think I think you perfectly yeah. summed it up. No, that's that's perfect. Um, yeah, yeah. it's always interesting to uh, to think about. Um, and I love your point of like how even current day games make you just more aware and like you pick <laughs> up like how to like pick up on like things and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, Feel free to answer this. You know, if you want to answer this as an educator or um, just you know in general. But what do you think gaming will look like in say ten years?
1: Oh wow. Well, from an educational standpoint, I think we're going to see more and more video games incorporated into our classrooms um, and our schools because when when I say that like every kid plays video games. Every kid plays video games. Like (laughs) have you heard of unpacking? Um it's on Game Pass, it's also on the Switch. Um, but it's a game where you just unpack boxes in like a house and an apartment. Like kids are playing that kind of stuff because it helps with their anxiety and Mm -hmm. their stress. And now that most schools are one-to-one, like every student has a device these games are being pre-installed on the devices like minecraft is on every device and ipad and computer that a student has like there's going to be more and more instances of it so i think it's going to be used more in education and i feel like video games have also just picked up steam a lot more no mm-hmm. pun intended um, <laughs> and we're just going to continue seeing them and then i also think that we're going to be seeing a lot more experiences in like places outside of the home that incorporate video games. I cannot tell you how many like trips I've been on where I've seen an attraction that has like a virtual reality aspect to it. Right. Like I was at the mall two days ago, to see a movie and there was like a Legoland thing and they had like a 4d VR video game experience for you to do. Like this is just the world that we're, going to with that being said i have read and watched ready player one and (laughs) i would not like our world to become that but i do see video gaming just continuing to you know take over in a good way Mm -hmm. as it has like with the pandemic for example like animal crossing was the perfect instance of like video games connecting us right um so I hope to see it move that way in the future. I could do without them, like continually like releasing systems. Like when I listened to your episode about like the Pro mm-hmm. systems coming out, I was like, it was hard enough to get a PlayStation Five. Like, <laughs> now you're telling me I'm gonna have to get a Pro one because. friends so one thing about me is I'm an early adopter. Like before the podcast, you asked me I had mentioned my headphones, and you asked if I had, like, the the over-the-ear $450 (laughs) AirPod Pros. Of course I do. (laughs) Like, I am sitting here on my MacBook Air next to my iPad Pro, which is on top of my Surface. Like, if there is something new, like, I'm going to get it. And it gave me so so much stress thinking about having to get a new system. But, like, I would just be happy if they slowed down a little bit. I know you're probably thinking the opposite. You're like, give me, give me, give me. But i i don't know i like where we are right now with the systems i just want them to continue improving
0: well that's what i was gonna say is and and i don't know if i necessarily think i'm kind of with you i it's hard enough Mm -hmm. to get the current console i don't think we need pro consoles just yet but 10 years i mean 10 years ago the ps4 was just about to come out i think ps4 came out like 2013 ish somewhere in there so it's reasonable to think that ten years from now would be another console. Like, do you think another yeah. console would be come out? Do you think we'd we'd adjust more to like VR gaming? Do you think we'd adjust more to maybe just PC? I mean, PlayStation might have their own like store launcher on PC soon.
1: You know, I know I just saw that. Yeah. Uh
0: yeah. um, um,
1: what do you think? No. I do think there will be something, but I also feel like there doesn't need to be like when i look at i'm looking at my nintendo switch right now like i don't know what nintendo could do that would make me want to play their games more Mm -hmm. like nintendo just kind of like does what they do i'm not expecting like playstation 5 level graphics from a mario game in fact i think that would be a little jarring right um with playstation and xbox with that as well like you had mentioned on your show an episode like on one of your episodes like the Xbox Microsoft is even making like a dongle where you can just play their games on a TV. Like, and, and Mike talks about cloud gaming all the time. We mm-hmm. like, necessarily need new consoles. I don't know, but they did just pass the chips act. I don't know if that affects uh, anything <laughs> with making more consoles, but I do think PC is going to like, even like I have so many students who build PCs now, like 10 years ago, I would have thought that was like impossible to do. Mm-hmm. Um, So, I don't know, 10 years is a really long time when I think about how long the last two years have felt. (laughs) So, I just, I don't know, man. Also, just, like, while we're talking about it, I also think, like, non-video game gaming has picked up. Like, I've recently gotten into, like, board games and card games. Like, you mentioned Slay the Spire, and, like, your brother actually told me about that game because him and I play so many, like, board games and Mm -hmm. card games together too. Like that is really making a big like resurgence as well. Um, I, there are a lot of like board game cafes opening up around me that I've been going to recently. So I don't know. It's, it's interesting. Like I could almost see like PC being the future for gaming because people don't need consoles anymore. And when they want that, like hands-on experience, that's not PC turning to like board games. I don't know it's interesting to think about
0: i've definitely noticed a resurgence in board games and it's funny that you mentioned board game cafes because literally this past weekend i
1: was at one that's awesome yeah i love them a lot of fun fun. yep
0: yeah um no it's it's definitely a tough question because obviously Mm -hmm. just thinking again about how like the exponential growth we've seen just these past Mm -hmm. 10 years it's hard to even imagine what the limits are but um yeah it'll it'll be interesting i think i agree i think we'll probably still have consoles i think they'll still be a thing but you have to wonder if the time of the console is going to come to an end at some point yeah
1: like like i feel like we don't really i mean at least i don't really hear about the console wars as much i mean that's not fair because like i have access to them but like i just feel like people now know like for the most part which console they would go to for what mm-hmm. uh, like i have the playstation like plus game pass but in my mind it's not like a comparison to xbox game pass right. for me it's like this is my chance to play those like AAA games that i did not get around to like i i had texted you about returnal mm-hmm. like returnal is probably my favorite game of all time now and i only play it because of you know it was on that pass but when i think about xbox game pass i think about the fact that i can play two-point campus Mm -hmm. you know without having to buy it for my playstation right i also think of the playstation as like the story-driven games whereas xbox to me i think of halo because as a kid (laughs) you know it was halo and those types of games yep so i don't know like if what you were saying like the consoles if it's still time for consoles like that's why pc like you can get them both Mm -hmm. so who knows who knows
0: (laughs) yeah uh well time will tell we'll see in 10 years we'll look back at this episode and we'll either laugh or or you'll be spot on um the final question before we do the rapid fire final Mm -hmm. question i have for you you have unlimited access to anything and everything, unlimited money, if you could build the perfect game, what would that look like to you? You can use DNA from various games and piece it together or or just completely go off of your own thought and imagination. But I want to hear what the perfect game for London is.
1: Oh, wow. Well, the perfect game for me, it would have to be open world exploration. I just love being able to do anything and like go anywhere Mm -hmm. like that's why i love games like grand theft auto or cyberpunk or even like assassin's creed it's kind of like if you can see it you can go there Mm -hmm. um i need a sense of achievement though like i need like accomplishments like that's why animal crossing kind of fell off for me a little bit like i think animal crossing does a great job of onboarding players by spreading out like being able to unlock things, mm-hmm. but then it gets to a point where like, you kind of need to take the reins. So the game would definitely need to have achievements, but it would be open world. And I honestly would love a game where I don't know how this would work. You could just go anywhere and do anything. Um, like I know they're like flight simulator. Mike talks about like, I would love if I'm in Pennsylvania and I could just fly to Japan and do things there you know something like that because i don't travel that often mm-hmm. so to be able to like see that in a game would be awesome um and since i play so many games like the sims and two-point campus like i'd love for it to just be like a simulator so i know i said that i would hate if ready player one actually happened but it's starting to sound a lot yeah, like right. it's the ready perfect play. game <laughs> it is it really is being able to do anything in any like anywhere in it, anything so, so i don't that... know
0: but the the rumors of GTA six must sound really appealing to you because it's gonna start in uh like a Miami type city, yeah. but but new cities will be added to the game. So it'll kinda of start to become and you know, who knows? Maybe it'll I mean, you know how long GTA five has been relevant, so who knows yeah. how long they'll keep up with GTA six. Maybe eventually it'll actually just be the map of the world and you'll actually be able to go and yeah, certain cities will be perfect for right. doing certain things and
1: stuff like that. Like, will they just rebrand to it being called, like, Grand Theft Auto, you know, and starting fresh? Like, those are the rumors with Assassin's Creed Mm -hmm. as well, right? Like, aren't they trying to make just, like, a continuous, like, game? Like... that's how it should be and then you know you just keep getting more and more and more
0: yeah i think i think there's i think they're still planning on doing like a mainline series of games Mm -hmm. with assassin's creed where they like examine like a time period and stuff like that i I do think that is still going to be a thing but you're right they are working on like a live uh a live service game that will like the world will constantly be evolving and growing and it'll be a like lived in
1: world you know i think that's that's so cool i think like that opportunity would be really awesome
0: absolutely especially because the the assassin's creed games personally i think have just grown stale like they made the change they made the change to like origins odyssey and and valhalla and like origins i loved odyssey Mm -hmm. was good and then valhalla Mm -hmm. i was like i'm already kind of old i'm already it's like it's old i'm already a little tired of it
1: and it's Um, funny you say that because i played them in the exact opposite order (laughs) no no way Valhalla, then odyssey then origins so by the time i got to origins i was a little like over it wow that's so funny which the story was completely backwards to me um (laughs) right (laughs) but but i just felt i felt very like uh i don't know just like over Over it yeah and even like replaying valhalla now like i skip the story completely and i just (laughs) like i just like wanted something to play i don't know i know i completely get that but no yeah so i'm looking forward to something different with that and even with grand theft auto like i like you bought the uh next gen version of gta 5 Mm -hmm. which is now like my fifth version (laughs) of that game and i think i played like two hours and i haven't touched it since
0: i haven't even started it on on the ps5 yet but i really need to
1: oh yeah i mean it's and it's great but like i am just looking for more
0: no i definitely get that and yeah like it's tough going back to a game you've already played and yeah. but like the rumors of GTA 6 has me just so excited that. Uh, exactly. And that that's not coming out for like another 3 years probably. All right. All right.
1: At all because yeah. you know they're trying to get a female protagonist and we just won't let that
0: happen. Yeah, oh yeah, the <laughs> gamers are going to try and rise up. Thankfully I, yeah. I, I we talked about it, but thankfully I think yeah, that's yeah. a vocal minority versus the silent majority, so Definitely, Rockstar's yeah. going to do their thing and they're going to make an amazing game. Um uh, yeah. And Good. Yeah, I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's. Are you ready for the rapid fire?
1: Um, I just took a drink of water. I'm ready.
0: Perfect. All right, I've got 15 questions. There's really okay. no time limit for you. You can you can take the, your time, but it's more fun if you try to be as quick as possible. All right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm gonna give you a countdown. Three. Okay. Two. One. What's the best gaming
1: generation? Oh, geez. Um, the oh shoot i really loved the gamecube and i think that was with like the playstation 2 and xbox 360 okay what's the worst gaming generation the wii u
0: (laughs) the The wii u is on an island of its own worst gaming generation (laughs) okay love it best game of all time
1: oh gosh best game of all time well recency bias to me would be returnal but I dude I, ha- I think I have to say Grand Theft Auto 5.
0: Okay, worst game of all time.
1: Worst game of all time. Oh jeez. The wo- the wo- Wegoat. <laughs> dude, that is hard because I don't really play games I don't like. That's the problem. <laughs> but oh, maybe the um, new Pokemon Snap. Okay, perfect. They swung and missed. All right.
0: Is this the 100th episode of the podcast? Gee. No. Favorite console of all time
1: favorite console of all time nintendo switch least favorite console of all time the wii u
0: i imagined okay what is the best value in all of gaming
1: the best value in all of gaming fortnite battle pass
0: okay what's your favorite game series
1: favorite game series oh shoot wow this is all this this like came at me and i oh um is it like lame to say Legend of Zelda?
0: No, that's perfectly fine. Okay, yeah. All right. What is the oh, best I lied. Oh, Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. Okay. All right. What is the best gaming snack?
1: Best gaming snack. Popcorn.
0: Okay, what is your biggest gaming regret?
1: Wow. My biggest gaming regret is selling my Xbox Series X. Oh, that's oh, so painful. All right. So, so hard. yeah. Fuck, marry,
0: kill Nintendo, PlayStation, Xbox.
1: Wow. Okay, I would marry Nintendo. Okay. I just feel like they would like treat me right. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes let me down, mm-hmm. and also like surprise me. That's marriage. I would, yeah. I would kill xbox was it microsoft or xbox xbox yeah i would kill xbox wow Um, yeah i just feel like i'm never like fully (laughs) satisfied and then i would make sweet love to my playstation okay or is it always just like knows what i need oh
0: all right uh (laughs) who sings the 2013 hit radioactive
1: imagine no okay (laughs) Okay. if you could live
0: (laughs) in any video game world what would it be
1: if i could live in any video game world what would it be super mario odyssey okay
0: nice that's a really good one all right and then last one if you could only play one game for the rest of your life what would it be
1: oof okay uh if i could only play one game for the rest of my life I have, I'm going to cheat and I'm going to do two answers because one is a mobile game. And I feel like we rarely talk about mobile games, but I am obsessed, addicted to this game called Homescapes, which you may have seen ads for, but the game is nothing like the ads and I'm on level like 6,000, whatever. And I just can't imagine losing my streak of logins. So it'd have to be that. But then non-mobile game would be, I'm sorry, um, non-mobile game would be... I think the Sims. I think the Sims 4. Um because I can just do so much mm-hmm. in that and it really is just like a that's like the perfect escape. Because like with TV I like to watch like trashy reality shows to remind <laughs> myself that other people's problems are bigger than mine. And like the Sims does that as well. I love it. And that. when I was younger, I used to like make my crushes in the game and all that. So <laughs> Adorable. I would continue to do that. Yeah.
0: I love it. Yeah, that that one especially is a fun one because you have to pick a game that mm-hmm. you have a lot of freedom in yes. like gta would work like a big open uh-huh. world game would work but but or like fortnite like a game that just has like a ton of replayability um, yeah. but like if somebody said stray i would be taken aback i'd be like clearly mm. you do not game that much because right. you, like if you think stray can hold you over for the rest of time wow yeah this was yeah. great these were all really great and i was not yeah. expecting yeah. a mobile game to be potentially or, because of because uh, of your login streak yeah
1: and that's it no but that's exactly it like i go on vacation and i'm like crap i need wi-fi just so i can log in it's it's very bad but fulfilling and you know what if it makes me happy that's all that matters and like my friends know it like i'll stay over at your brother's house and they'll be like oh you're gonna log into homescapes and i'll say yes you bet <laughs> so, but Spencer, this was great. I really appreciate you guys uh, reaching out to me for the first one, and I hope it continues.
0: Yes, so. I'm really looking forward to this. I I think this was a lot of fun, and I yeah. I see just so many opportunities to get so many other people uh, to to share their experience. It was great to hear all about your your past, yeah. your present, and what you think maybe the future will look like in games. Uh, it,
1: Definitely, and I know I know at least one person who expressed interest in doing this when i told them and it might be someone you don't expect oh so all right we'll I'll have to share that off pod
0: yes yes and, <laughs> and yeah we're gonna you know i guess i'll use it right now if you're listening and you'd love to have the opportunity mm-hmm. to be on reach out to either you know our our podcast twitter at ggbg podcast or you can reach out to my or mike's personal uh twitters mike is at the Bantalorian and i am at the basement gamer g-a-m-r um but yeah let us know because we're going to look for people to again the idea is to use these as pre-records and and uh you know potential emergencies if my lung decides to collapse again boom we'll have one to throw up so um (laughs) or if you
1: accidentally uh don't record the greatest episode of all time I'm yeah
0: or if that happens and we lose it and and we don't You're feel like <laughs> we don't feel like waking up at 6 a.m to try and re-record yeah yes you yeah. get it um yes. thanks so much london for joining us uh of course before we go if you want where can people find you
1: so my main instagram is eats of the week e-a-t-s of the week I take pictures of my food (laughs) but I wanted to make like you know how there's like the Marvel Cinematic Universe and Mm -hmm. all that well I have like the of the week universe you do so I have eats of the week I have uh gains of the week which is where it's like my weightlifting. um I but it's weak w-e-a-k it's like a play on words right pop of the week (laughs) which is my Funko Pop collection but then most relevant to this podcast is I do have games of the week g-a-m-e-s um where for the year it was like 2021 i tracked every video game that i played um and beat but i'm not like a completionist so some of them it's just like the main story mm-hmm. but yeah so i would say eats of the week if you're interested in food or games of the week if you want to see what video games uh i've been playing very so.
0: cool very cool Alrighty, uh that does it for this episode so Thank you all so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. Let us know what you thought. Uh, let us know if you want to be on it. Most importantly, if you could just go ahead and uh, share this podcast with your mom, that would be greatly or, appreciated.
1: Or or share it with your grandma in hopes that she doesn't oh, break your console.
0: Yes, in hopes that she understands how to use a console and maybe she'll try and, you know, be like London's grandma and, and you know, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? be in the no. know be
1: yeah, or like be hip
0: yeah be hip with with their with their grandchild that's a good yeah. call out um yeah thank you all so much for listening and we'll talk to you next week